0: On this episode of Kids Bible Breakdown, we're breaking down Job chapter 2. When we last left Job, God had allowed Satan to take all of Job's belongings and even kill all his children. Job was upset, but he still fell to the ground and praised the Lord and did not accuse God of doing anything wrong. This chapter starts off much like the last one did. One day, the angels came before the Lord and Satan came with them. And the Lord said the same great line, where have you come from? Satan replied, From roaming the earth. Then the Lord said, Did you see my man, Job? There is no one else like him on earth. He is a man of good character who fears God and stays away from evil. And he still is, even though you tried to turn him against me and ruin him for no reason. Satan replied, Skin for skin. A man will give all he has for his own life, but stretch out your hand against his skin and bone, and he will curse you to your face. In other words, Satan is saying if Job was sick or in pain, he would turn against God. So the Lord said, Very well, he is in your hands, but you cannot kill him. Then Satan left and went and caused painful sores to cover Job from his feet to the top of his head. And Job took a piece of broken pot to scrape himself with as he sat in ashes. I understand him sitting in ashes because this was a sign of mourning. But how painful and awful must those sores have been? To think scraping them with a broken pot sounds like a good idea. That sounds horrible. To make things even worse, Job's wife came out and said to him, Are you really trying to still act honorable? Just curse God and die. Wow! Not the words of a kind and supportive spouse. Luckily, Job was wise and told her, You are talking like a foolish woman. Should we just accept the good things from God and not the bad? And in all of this, Job did not sin in what he said. Then three of Job's friends heard of all the trouble Job was having and decided to meet together to travel to Job to support and comfort him. Their names are a mouthful, so we are just going to call them El, Bill, and Zoe. When they saw Job from a distance, they hardly recognized him because he was in such bad shape, and they began to cry. They tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads, also signs of mourning. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and nights. No one said a word to him because they saw how much he was suffering. Are you a glass half full or a glass half empty kind of person? I don't think I'm really more one than the other. I have a tendency to view things as negative or positive based on my past experiences. Part of me reads the conversation between Satan and God and thinks, What is happening? Why would God allow any of this to happen? Why would he give Satan permission to hurt one of his children? And did Satan just trick God into getting permission to do what he wanted to do? Was God just like, no, Satan, Job does love me, and I'll prove it to you. You can do what you want to him as long as you don't kill him, and you'll see how much Job still loves me. But then, once again, I think back to my children. I often think back to the different experiences I had with my kids when I try to understand who God is for a couple of reasons. One, because I have raised multiple children, and that's what I know. And two, because I think we often act and think just like toddlers when it comes to viewing and judging how our loving Father God is running the show. I know this might come as a shock, but every single one of my boys could be difficult at one time or another, especially when they were toddlers. They would throw a fit when I wouldn't let them do things like stick their finger in an electrical socket or wear shorts and sandals when it was 10 degrees outside or eat a bucket of candy for dinner. Then there were other times when I killed their independence and was controlling by continuing to hold on to the steering wheel while they sat on my lap pretending to drive. They would get so mad when they realized my hand was still on the steering wheel and they would try to hit or push it away. If you looked at my parenting skills through their eyes, I'm sure they thought I was the worst parent ever at times. But they just didn't know enough to realize they don't know anything. That's how I feel our relationship with God is at times. We think he is being mean and controlling when really he is showing us love and we just don't know enough to realize it because in the great scheme of things, we don't really know much at all. Heck, it wasn't too long ago that we discovered the world really isn't flat and there are a lot more galaxies out there. We are all toddlers. God isn't being tricked by Satan. God doesn't need to prove himself. Sometimes what Satan wants to do actually fits into God's plans. I bet if we eavesdropped on heaven's conversation during the whole Joseph situation back in Genesis, we would have heard God telling Satan, okay, you can let Joseph's brothers be mean to him and sell him into slavery, but they can't kill him. And look how that situation turned out. The fact is, Sometimes God allows what we consider bad things to happen for his plan and to get us where he wants us to be. But like Job, we need to remember that no matter what situation we are going through, good or bad, God is in control over everything. And no matter what we are feeling at the moment, we can know and trust that he loves us and he's an amazing God.